Welcome to Finally Fearless, a podcast devoted to uncovering everything you never knew you needed to know when it comes down to your health and wellness. My name is Dr. Melissa Chofi, a physical therapist specializing in pelvic health. After working in traditional healthcare for four years, I grew disenchanted with the gimmicks and the garbage, scare tactics and scarcity mindset, and all the things that were being pushed on people to make them fear their bodies instead of actually using them to live the lives that they so deserve. This podcast will give you all the tools to demand a life worth living instead of sitting your best days out on the sidelines. We get really raw around here, so grab your headphones and let's jump right into today's episode. I am really excited to announce that the Finally Floored full cohort is opening. Actually, it's open right now. Finally Floored is my 12-week conditioning program that starts with the basics of working your core and pelvic floor, and then we build outward to give you an all-encompassing, literal, total body workout. With three workouts per week and me available for questions and form checks throughout the program, this is not your mama's workout program. You'll know exactly what to do, why you're doing it, when to progress, and when to take a step back because you'll finally learn how to use your body instead of blindly following a cookie cutter program that was not written for you in mind. Doors are open now through Sunday, September 19th, and the journey begins on September 26th. Program details are in the show notes, so head down there, learn more, and grab your spot. Now, let's get into the episode. Today's episode was actually inspired by a few posts I saw on Physical Therapy Reddit. Reddit for me is like the black hole. I can spend hours on Reddit between garbage PT posts and trashy reality TV show posts that I stalk on Reddit because they're just so funny. Um, actually every single trashy program I watch on Re- on TV I follow the subreddit for it it's entertaining but also dangerous at the same time but that's that's besides the point so um I was seeing a lot of this on reddit and it's physical therapists basically perseverating on the fact that they don't know how to stress how important it is for their client to lose weight and um, if we just taught our clients how to lose weight, the mortality rate would be so much lower and quality of life would be so much higher. And it's so frustrating that people don't want to lose weight. And then I'm also seeing stuff circulating around colleagues like Instagram posts and some of these programs they're releasing all focused around weight loss as well. And pushing these ideas like, oh, well, show me one underweight healthy person in the hospital. Well, if the person was healthy, they wouldn't be in the hospital. But that's besides the point. Or focusing on like how many obese people have COVID and are having COVID complications. And I really felt the need to talk about it because I know as a recovering As someone recovering from disordered eating, this is something that's super triggering for me. And I'm like, I feel like I'm in a pretty good spot with 
my food and my body and my workouts at this point, even though if you listen to, I think it was the last episode, I do still have those bad body body image days. So this plays into it. But I, I also know that there are people who don't, ha- who are not in the same place I am, who are hearing messages like this and who go into what my friend Christine Montalvo calls the pit of despair. So like you're hearing these messages, you feel like you're too far gone, you feel like workout programs aren't working for you because you're not losing the weight that you want to and you just can't lose weight and you just can't do this. And I wanted to speak to you if this is you and you're not getting the aesthetic results that were promised to you via a workout program or an exercise program or you've been made to believe that like by your provider or your coach or whoever that because you're not losing weight that means you're lazy or it means you're unhealthy these this episode is for all of you and for those of you who might not be going through this but have a friend or a family member or a colleague or a client or somebody who is I want this to be for you too because it's just it's so dismissive and I also feel like it's negligent and it's it's dooming the professional movement of movement professionals um and when I say movement professionals I'm talking about coaches like fitness coaches fitness trainers personal trainers physical therapists basically people who teach their clients how to exercise and how to do it well And the fact that these are the people that are pushing out this information and demonizing different bodies is, I feel like it's negligent as fuck. And I really want to empower you on other better things to look at when it comes to your health and your physical performance. And I also want to encourage you to keep going and help you look at other goals outside of what you look like because if you think about it I was actually thinking about this this morning I was like so we're taking something physical like exercise right and instead of paying attention to physical goals which is the result of a physical input aka exercise we're determining our progress boss based off something not only subjective, like what we look like, but something visual. And like, I guess you could, you could argue, well, it's physical because if you step on a scale, that's your, that's like an objective measurement, that's your weight. But it's not because weight is multifactorial and the number on the scale is not telling of the entire story. So that's what we're getting into today. We're going to look at why this is a problem and better ways to navigate this if this is something that you're struggling with and um, you just can't stick with a workout program because you feel like exercise doesn't work for you and why bother because you never get the results that you were promised. This is all for you. The first thing I want to mention is that any idiot can write a workout program and have people lose weight on it. If you went from sitting on your couch all day and barely moving to now doing 20 minutes of activity most days of the week, of course you're going to lose weight. It doesn't mean your program is good. It doesn't mean it's written well. 
it means that you got in more movement than you normally do. So any like you can not even know the names of the muscles. You could have no idea what your joints do and how they move and no idea what aerobic capacity means and no idea what flexibility versus mobility is and no idea how to program an appropriate strength training routine. You could have no education, nothing. And you can go and you can look at the internet, Google best exercises and put together your own program, sell it, and people will lose weight off of it. It doesn't mean that it's a good program. It means that people are doing something, A, new and exciting. So especially in the beginning, they're going to be all gung-ho. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to do my workout program. I'm, this is so great. Oh, my God, my new life. Oh. And then a couple of weeks, a month's time, they drop off the program. So yeah, in the beginning, it looks really amazing because everybody's super excited in that honeymoon phase of their new workout program. And of course, they're going to lose weight. A monkey could write this. Not indicative of a good workout program at all. At the end of the day, you're probably not going to stick to something that is an hour a day, seven days a week, long term. And this is where the problem lies. And these companies, these people that are putting these programs out, do they care if you stick to it? No, they don't. They care that you gave them that initial investment in purchasing. They care that they might tweak like two moves six months from now, repackage it, resell it, and have you be like, oh, I really need to get my shit together. Let me buy this program because I didn't put my all into it the first time. And then you repurchase it. They don't care about your health. They care about your money. And if that sounds doom and gloom, it's unfortunate. It sucks, but it's also the truth. So let's talk about way, better ways to think about this. Think about your workout programs. So First off, if your coach or whoever is saying no days off, no excuses, you see them talking about um, babying overweight people and like basically being dismissive of feelings as an actual thing like, oh, well, we we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. This is another thing that I'm seeing circulating as if paying attention to how somebody feels is a bad thing. This is super, super dismissive and a telltale sign that your coach does not know how to relate to people. This is the thing. We are all humans. We all go through human shit, including days that probably are not the best for us to do something very physically strenuous. So um, I told this story in the last podcast episode, but in case you missed that, I know personally for me, um, when I am going through the first two days of my period, it is hell on earth. I feel like garbage. My performance is garbage. I purposefully do not do any heavy lifting on those days, meaning like 
program strength training. So I love working with heavy weights. I love working with the barbell. But on those first two days where I have my period, I am not going to program those days because I know I feel like shit. I know that I'm not going to be able to do an overhead press with 50 pounds. I just can't like I'm too fatigued. I'm just my body just doesn't perform like that. Cardio for me makes me feel good on those days. I'm coming from a very privileged background in that I have extensive training in how to um, prescribe exercise. And if that sounds like very nitpicky and it sounds like, well, Mel, you're going a little over the top, like exercise prescription, come on. This is how far removed from the whole process we are as a society. So everyone thinks like exercise is so easy. You just throw moves together. You just throw like a set of 12 and that's what you do. But there's an actual science behind it. There's a reason why you program moves in the order in which you program them. There's an order. There's a reason why you program the sets the way you program them. There's a reason why you program the reps the way you do. There's a reason why you do certain workouts on certain days. There's a reason why you add tempo versus like a straight 2-2 count. There's so much that goes into it that's very, very dumbed down by what we're used to and what we see. There, And this is how I approach all of my programming, including the programming in Finally Floored. I want you to understand all of these parameters that go into it and what we're looking at when we are measuring exercise efficacy. So we're not looking, and this goes for Finally Floored as well, we're not looking at your the size of your pants. We're not looking at your weight um, bi-monthly or weekly or whatever. We're not looking at any of that. I don't care about it. It tells me nothing about your performance. If I'm teaching you how to perform better, I want to know how you're performing better. So for example, um, was it last year? Last year, I think it was last year or two years ago. It was right before the pandemic hit. I had a client who, she was a one-on-one client and all she wanted to do, she wanted independence. So she didn't want to wait for her husband to come home to help her lift something. And she's like, I just want to do it myself. I used to be able to do it myself and I can't do that anymore. I don't want people to have to rely on people to help me. I was like, cool. Like I can work with that. So right before Christmas, she was like, oh my God, I got my tree down from the attic by myself and I didn't have to wait for anybody that was from we did a shit ton of lifting and moving and carries and all of this stuff and she was finally able to do something that granted her independence so we took I programmed like that was her one of her goals was to be able to lift and carry things without help that was what her programming was formed around we measured the efficacy of her programming with the stuff that she could physically do. So physical performance versus physical performance. Nothing about what she looked like was in there. Nothing about what she weighed was in there because I didn't care. I cared about what her performance looked like because that's what I could see in front of me. That's what I was planning for. That's what I was programming. And then we want to match that with something that's translating into your real life because that's what exercise affords you. 
That's the important thing that exercise does for you. It builds your resilience so that you can live the life that you deserve. Do you think that it matters that you weigh 125 pounds when you're hiking to the top of Mount Washington in New Hampshire? I don't think so. You could be 125 pounds and smoke five packs a day and eat a banana and that's your only fuel for the whole day. With that lifestyle, you're not getting to the top of Mount Washington. If you were training your endurance, you were training your strength, you were training your stamina, you were training your mobility, and you weigh 200 pounds, you're more likely to get to the top of that mountain than the 125-pound person smoking five packs a day. So tell me again how weight loss and what you weigh is indicative of your health and your performance because it's not. I don't care what your physical therapist says. I don't care what your personal trainer says. I don't care even what your doctor says. Weight is so multifactorial. It's not just this cut and dry thing. So if your trainer or your PT or your coach or whatever you want to call them is sitting there telling you, hey, Mary, no excuses. Come on, suck it up and do it. I know you feel like garbage. I know that you have your period, but I want you to lift that 100-pound barbell over your head. No excuses. This is where you're going to get hurt. This person is not a coach. They don't know what they're doing. They have no idea how to accommodate your life and your lifestyle. It has nothing to do with babying people or placating people or catering to their feelings and not wanting to hurt their feelings. It's about relating to somebody human to human and making people feel like garbage about their weight because it's above a number that was deemed healthy by the BMI, which in and of itself is garbage. It was never meant to be used on an individual level, but that's another story for another day. If they're basing your health off of that, you need to get a new coach. You need to get a new provider because they're not helping you. Making you hate and fear your body is the opposite of healthcare. Because if you're not being asked about your stress levels and your coping mechanisms for those stress levels, if you're not being asked about your diet and what you're eating, and I'm not even talking about like caloric intake, I'm talking about things that actually fuel you. If you're not being asked about your sleep and how maybe we can like help you get better sleep, maybe we can look at different pillows, different mattresses, different like air filters, I don't know, a white noise machine. Kicking your husband out of the bed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, but we need to be paying attention. Your water intake. Sorry, that one just came to my mind. We need to be paying attention to that versus like your compliance with something that might not be working for you. For example, in this example, it would be like pushing through on a day that you know your performance is not the best and your coach kind of just giving up on you and being like, well... Sorry, I don't know what to do. That's not a coach. That's not a coach. And that's not a coach who knows what they're doing. 
It's so ironic too because these movement professionals who are incredibly fat phobic and dismissive and have no idea what's going on and or just want to make a couple dollars for themselves because again weight loss is super easy because anybody can sell it and anybody can do it. It's what you do long term that matters but whatever. I find it so ironic that these people are supposed to be the faces of exercise, right? They're supposed to be the ones encouraging physical activity and encouraging resilience through physical activity. But they're the first ones that will sit there and be like, well, you just need to lose weight. And I don't know why nobody wants to work out. Because you don't know how to program for anybody. Because you don't know how to meet people where they're at and progress them to where they want to be. Because you're equating health and physical ability with weight. If somebody comes to you, so let's take this for example, because this has happened to me and I'm sure many of you as well. So like, say you buy this workout program. It promises you the world. You're going to lose all this weight. You're going to look so amazing. Here are a bunch of before and after pictures. By the way, results are not typical because, again, weight is multifactorial and a lot plays into it beyond what you look like and what the number on the scale is. If it was that simple, the results would be typical, but it's not. So that's an aside. Anyway, it promises you the entire universe and this is going to change your life and it's going to be amazing. So you do the program, say it's like a three-month program. You do the program for a couple of weeks. You're like, uh, I'm not really seeing the results that I wanted. I'm not really losing the weight that I wanted to lose. You stick it out for another two weeks and you drop five pounds instead of 20. By the end of the program, you drop seven pounds instead of 30 and you're like well fuck me I'm such a loser so you then decide this was way too much work for no payoff why did I even bother wasting three months of my life on this garbage it didn't even deliver I suck I couldn't even do it and then you start spiraling and you start thinking like Well, three weeks ago, I did go to Jason's birthday party and I ate a piece of cake. So that's probably why I didn't lose weight. And then you recall all these little fractions of a second in the grand scheme of life that might have thrown you off course because the efficacy of the workout program and your efforts was placed on what you look like and what the number on the scale is. You could have been carrying the Christmas tree down by yourself from the attic. You didn't pay attention to it, though, because it's not focused on what the important thing was to sell this program to you, which is weight loss. You could have ran your first marathon. But again, doesn't mean shit because you didn't lose any weight. So why fucking bother? Do you see where I'm getting at with this? And this is where people equate weight loss with exercise and think if they weigh a certain amount or they look a certain way or they wear a certain size, that exercise is not important. Again, this is why weight doesn't matter. You can be a, quote, healthy weight, never having exercised in your life, never having strength trained in your life, never have done a mobility drill in your life, 
and you have a knee replacement at 60 years old because your joints are not the healthiest. But I don't understand. I was so healthy. I stayed a healthy weight my entire life. Once again, what you look like, what you weigh is not indicative of how your body is performing. It tells nothing about your health. It tells nothing about your performance. It tells nothing about your resilience and how well your body responds to pressure and loads and life. And I know it's not a sexy way to think about working out and exercising and all that stuff because we've been so preconditioned to think about that as a way to look better and be more attractive and feel better in our bodies. But it's not going to bring that because exercise wasn't designed to do that. We made it into that. That's why you don't stick with a workout program. That's why you say exercise is not right for you, that you hate working out, that working out sucks. It doesn't have to be like that. When you attach things that aren't equivalent, physical performance and what you look like, when you're placing attachments on those and trying to find a relationship between those, that doesn't make sense to begin with. It's not going to make sense in the long run. And this is where people fall off the exercise train and it's really sad to me and it's even more so disappointing that other movement professionals are pushing this idea around and trying to sell their garbage bullshit programs on this premise that weight loss is everything when there's so much that goes into it so um I wanted to change this uh, this is how I practice this is how I approach things with my one-on-one clients I don't weigh anyone. I don't give a shit what you weigh. I don't give a shit what size you wear. I don't really care what you look like for the most part. We met, we work together to measure your performance in different ways. So for example, I have a client now who she's coming with me to me with a bunch of things that are going on with her, but she loves to garden, loves it. You can't like, you can't get this woman out of the garden And after working together, she has way better stamina and endurance in a squat position, pulling weeds, bending over and picking up rocks. Like she spends hours in her garden now when she couldn't even spend an hour prior to working together. And it's really added to her quality of life. She is now able to equate what we're doing physically, exercise wise And see how that programming, specific programming written a specific way to get to her goals, she sees how that's carrying over into her everyday life. So again, we are attaching physical to physical. We're forming a relationship with physical performance to physical performance. And she feels so good that she now is able to go to her Pilates classes. She's now able to start going to the gym again and working on other strength training outside of my programming. Because the other thing is, I know I'm not the most important person or the most, my program is not the most important thing in your life. There are other things that supplement it. So when I program for people, you're not doing three hours of exercise seven days a week. I don't expect you to. 
it needs to fit into your life so that you can fit other things that you love into it. Because again, health is multifactorial. And one of the things that plays into that is your satisfaction with your life and adding things in to help add quality to your life. Dr. Mill's exercise program is not the one thing that's going to add quality to your life. It's one of the things, but there are other things in there. And that's what a good coach does. They meet you where you're at. They coach you through those hard times. I had a client this morning. She's coming to me for a hamstring tear. She wasn't feeling the best. So we pushed her, but I didn't overdo it with her because she wasn't feeling the best. We reassess in a week. See how you're feeling. If you feel good, then we bump it up. I didn't say, bitch, get your shit together. No excuses. Let's go. No, because I'm not an asshole because I'm not an idiot. So at the end of the day, I want you to pay attention to what your workout programs are affording you outside of weight loss outside of aesthetics outside of what you look like are you able to run across the parking lot with your toddler now are you able to lift your baby out of the crib without screaming and excruciating back pain are you able to climb a mountain with your family and be able to keep up and not have to wait for them as they go to the top and meet you back on the way down are you able to climb a flight of stairs carrying two loads of groceries in each hand without getting winded or without stopping or without having to put a bag down and take a break? You see what I mean? We want to make a relationship between two like things, physical performance with physical performance. And this is everything upon which finally floored is based this is why it's only three days a week and not six this is why inside the program i teach you how to decide when a day might not be the best for you to push yourself and when it might be okay to push yourself and how exactly to do that and how to gauge that and how to tell if you should keep going or if you should take a break or if maybe you need a rest day today. I teach you how to incorporate your everyday life so that exercise is something that builds your resilience that makes you feel better about yourself and not a failure because you didn't lose a certain amount of weight by a specific ridiculous arbitrary period of time. It takes everybody's individual factors into account while serving everybody at the same time. And that's what I think is the most awesome thing about this program, which if you had asked me a year ago when it was still in the planning phases, like how the hell are you going to individualize this while keeping it a group program? I would have been like, I have no fucking idea. But I figured it out. And unlike these for other programs that are just throwing shit at you willy-nilly and being like, okay, now fend for yourself. Oh, here's one modifier. You can go follow them. And you're like, what the hell? This is too easy. And this move looks nothing like what everybody else is doing. I didn't want any of that. And we don't have any of that in there. So 
I really, that just came out of nowhere. I didn't mean to plug it like that, but I do think it's really important because it is unlike anything else that's on the market. And um, it did take me two years to finesse this and I'm still finessing it as we go through each cohort. But um, it was really important for me to create something totally outside of the box and something unlike anybody else is doing and really actually do the opposite of what some of these other movement professionals do in that I want you to think about exercise in a different way and embrace it and really see how much it can add to your life and how we can brainstorm together to work through some of the hangups that you might have around it and what you might be experiencing while you're going through it instead of throwing a DIY program in your face and being like, okay, Marissa, let's go. You can go do it. Check in with me in 12 weeks and I'll see how you do. It's not like that. So um, I hope some of this opened your eyes. I hope that it caused you to look at how you're performing, how you're exercising, how you're working out in a different way, how you might add or subtract some things from your exercise program that might not be serving you the best. And again, like it's not just a weight loss thing. It's not just a number on the scale thing. It's not just what you look like. Health is so multifactorial. So many things go into it. It's multifaceted. We have to take into account life experiences, the social determinants of health, and actual aspects of health to determine what your health actually looks like. That's what matters and not what you look like. I want to know how you're actually performing. That's what I value. That's comparing apples to apples physical performance versus physical performance in your everyday life. So hope I left you with something to think about. And if you have any questions or you need any clarification, please reach out to me. All of my contact information is below. Also check out Finally Floored. Again, we are taking signups through the 19th of September and then the program kicks off on the 26th of September. So there's still time link is in the show notes go there learn more about the program see if it's for you if you have questions about that or you're on the fence as always my inbox is open so drop me a line so i hope you learned something today i hope it empowered you to think about exercise in a better way and that's all i got thank you so much for tuning in i really appreciate all of you and we will see you on the next episode of finally fearless